Welcome to the Agency Collective Tales with Ellie Hale, our podcast chatting to our brilliant agency owners about all things agency life. Today, I am joined by Lisa Lavis from Glow Studio. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Glow has reached a very big birthday this year. Haven't you? How old are you? We're 21 years 21. Old. Proper grown-ups. You can Proper drink in America. <laughs> yes. Amazing. I shall have a drink, yes. Next week, we are 21. What an absolute achievement. So tell me all about Glow. How did you start off? I had the idea while working in Deloitte in London. I was the national marketing manager in Deloitte's head office. And I remember it being stuffy, corporate not many windows, very suited, and just not my vibe. Not many people smiled and people laughed. It was quite sort of, I don't know, abrasive back then. Times were different. And I remember thinking in a meeting one day without any windows that one day I'll do this differently. I'll run my own business. I'm going to have a different type of business, which is going to be more fun and not so corporate. And I made the decision then. It took me a few years. And then my brother, who is a writer and journalist, and two of the friends who went to digital and one owned another business, we set up Glow with nothing, no money at all. And we just started as a marketing agency back then. Amazing. A real family business as well. Mm, yes. How exciting. That yeah. must have its, its perks and challenges in itself, right? Well, yes. I mean, Ian, my brother, no longer works with Glow. He left After the recession, which was pretty tough compared to this year, and we really hit as directors, we were barely taking a salary. Some months weren't taking a salary and we just had a frank chat and and we decided to do different things. So he went to Marseille for a number of years, South of France, and he's back in London and he's got his own writing business. But yes, it was great fun working with your brother. Brilliant. Amazing. Tell us what you concentrate on at Glow and then talk to us about how you've seen your agency change over the 21 years. We concentrate now on design and branding. So for design for print or digital and any creative ideas, but with a strategy background, I come from marketing and business strategy. So we have strategic ideas and creative ideas. We were 21 years ago, more of a marketing agency and we did that quite well. But when digital era came in, we realized, are we going to go down the digital marketing route? Or are we going to move away from marketing altogether and to go into design? And we looked at it and design and branding is our passion. It's what we absolutely love. And so I made the decision. I wasn't that interested in digital marketing. So I thought, okay, we'll hone our skills in. We'll get the marketing bit off and we'll just concentrate on design and branding and creative ideas. So that's where we are today. That's amazing. I know lots of people that are listening might be quite new to the agency game or just a couple of years in. So how do you keep it exciting as an agency founder? I think for me, I take lots of breaks. and I do lots of different things and I go to lots of events and I meet lots of people. I'm always learning. But I think fundamentally taking lots of breaks that we've always been huge advocates of taking holiday and above holiday. So I say to the team sometimes every month, you should have at least one day off. So it's either because of a bank holiday, which we naturally get off. And if it's not a bank holiday month, you make sure you get another day off somehow. We're always advocating time off. When I get time off, I get time to reflect. And then I come back with my tail wagging. 
But on the days when my tail's not wagging and it's really hard, I've got a great little mantra that a bad day is always followed by a good day, but a good day does not necessarily follow by a bad. That goes into minutes and hours as well. So if you're having a bad time or a bad day, a bad half day, the next chunk of it will be good. It always is. And if you've had a, a really good day, it doesn't mean to say the next one's going to be bad. So if you just give yourself some time and patience, it will sort itself out and you will find the answer. And I think having lots of grit and sense of humour really helps. That's what keeps me going, is trying to find the funny side. But when it's tough, really gritting down and nailing down and working through the challenge and knowing that this time next week, it'll be fine. This time next week, I'll be on the beach. This time next week, I'll have a gin in my hand. (laughs) That's an excellent mantra. How have you guys found the last year? I mean, it's been tough for everyone, but have you guys had to pivot at all? Have you had to change off your clients at all? I think I'll be honest. I think I found the last year brutal, especially March, April last year. I was absolutely thrown by it. And the biggest worry for me was not so much business. It was keeping people safe. How am I going to keep my staff safe? How am I going to stop them from getting ill? How am I going to stop my mum getting ill? That was the biggest fear. But then we also, business fell by 60% and stayed 50, 60% down for about 10 months. What we did is I thought, right, okay, my job is looking after the business and not making anyone redundant. That's what I will do. So I put on my strategy and finance hat and I just did finance every day. That's all I did. So where can I get finance from? Where can I get the government-backed loans? Where can I get support from? Who can I talk to client-wise? Have they got more business? How can I protect what we've got? And that's what I did. So we didn't change our services or pivot. We just were very financially driven and very strategic. And I didn't look for new business. There wasn't any new business. Yeah. So you we just didn't go look- down with what you had. Absolutely. Yeah, we did. And we just, we, between us, we split it all up. I just concentrated on strategy and finance. That's all I did. And how are things now? What's the sort of plan for the next year for Glow? Good. Yes, things started to improve. Our sales are not quite where they were before, but they're definitely getting there. We've got plans. We believe talking to local business associations that things are on the move and getting better. We've won new clients. We're winning a bit on your business and I'm, I'm positive optimistic for next year feel it'll be okay funny enough we had our best year to date in 2019 so we've tumbled down so it's going to take us some time to get back up and that's another thing I've learned over the years you know I thought when I started Glow 21 years ago I'd be a millionaire in a few years (laughs) and that's not gonna happen but I realized actually it's not that quick win it's the enjoyable bit is having little wins and and keep going. And I, you know, still to be here 20 years, I'm really, really proud. But I have no ambitions to be huge. and no ambitions to be a millionaire anymore. It's fine. I'm okay. It might happen. You never know. You never know that big fish client might be around the corner. It might be. But, but to be honest, I've also learned I don't want the big fish client. Thanks. In our experience, the bigger the client, the more corporate the client, the more stress by far. So we're sticking to a lane which we know and understand well, which is the medium-sized clients. We've got the one or two global, but we do only small projects for them. But if a global client came to me tomorrow and said, I'd love you to work with us, I'd say no thank you. In my experience, they're too much hassle. 
And you know what you enjoy doing and you know what your team enjoys doing. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the mid-sized companies, it's mostly B2B we work with, but we just have banter. It's just a good laugh. It's not so quite so strict. So there's not a zillion departments. You know, you, you, you're working with one department or a management team and you just have a good laugh. And I think that's key for us. With the odd bit of corporate stuff we take on and we literally hold our head in our hands because it's, it's so serious. Think, oh, come <laughs> on, light up. You've definitely got great heart, Lisa. That's why we love you at the Agency Collective. You've always got good advice, I think, as well. So with that in mind, don't take on the big fish clients. You're quite happy doing, you know you do really well and you love doing. So building up an agency to sell, that's never been on your agenda. That's never been part of the plan. Are you just, no. are you just quite happy just keeping things the way they are? Have you still got plans and aspirations to grow? A good question. And I am very conscious of exit plans and how things will evolve in the future. And we were, as I said, 2019, doing well and getting ourselves into a position not to sell as such, but to look attractive for when wanted to look at different things. But having been part of strategic business groups and sitting on the board of other clients when they have sold, it's not rose-tinted glasses, especially if you want to stay in the business. It often doesn't work that well, in my experience. So for me, the exit plan will more be about growing within the team and having the team take over from me and do it that way, rather than someone buying us out. That's not really where I want to go. I'd rather it came within. But I'm very conscious of, to ask me in 10 years' time, will I still want to be doing at this pace? Probably not, no. That's very honest. Is there anything that now, 21 years down the line, that you wish you had known sooner or that you could tell yourself back then? I'm still learning to do what I practice as a mantra, to just not get stressed about the stuff that throws you. I still sometimes take things too personally and it really annoys me. So I know I was way worse 21 years ago and I'm certainly more light-hearted now and enjoy the ride more but I still like lots of people listen to this will wake up at four in the morning really stressed and can't work out how to crack a problem but when I remember my mantra and when I remember things will work out that happens so it's having patience I've learned it but I still need more absolutely I think we can all take that on board is there anything that you would tell agencies that are starting off right now in sort of today's climate any advice or tips that you'd pass on? I'd certainly be on top of the figures 100% from day one. I don't think we were at the start. I would totally know exactly how much you are making every month, where your profit is, how many hours you need to work to earn a certain amount, etc. Now I work on zero and I know exactly where we are permanently on our profit loss and balance sheet. So I'd invest in a good bookkeeper and someone who's great with understanding the figures from day one and then that gives you options for growth but on that note to not be scared of going for it when you've got no money I mean I have been in positions where I personally yeah. have no money I got I had no savings I was in debt I had overdrafts but I had the balls to do things so not to be worried about that take some risk calculated risk say to yourself I've got enough money to feed myself that's all you need a bit of warmth and then take that risk. If you don't take the risk, you won't go anywhere. 
That's really good advice, isn't it, as well? Because I know lots of people are scared of growing. We've been on lots of peer support calls recently where people are scared of growing or scared of taking on an extra hire. Would you just be thinking, sod it, just go for it? Yeah, I can promise you in 21 years, we haven't had more than three months sales planning. I couldn't tell you in three months time what our sales going to be. I've never had that in our model. It's project based. But I always know because we've got a good strategy and a good team that something will turn up. I just got the confidence that I know it will be okay. I've never not paid an employee. We've never not paid a supplier on time because I don't know, maybe it's just having that go for it. The accountant years and years and years ago told me, just plan as if you're really loaded. And I love that. So when I'm thinking, I think, well, what should you do next? It means have those huge ideas. So say you've got five pounds in your bank account and you want that gorgeous Porsche then have that vision, have that goal, and you will achieve it somehow. You will achieve it because if you tell yourself you've got the money, it will happen. Whereas you're constantly worried about the next penny. The amount of times we've bought bigger office than we've needed, and I'm thinking, oh, we can't afford this. But within two months, we can. We've done it, sorted it. That's bloody great advice. And I had a vision wall where I had a holiday home. And this was years and years ago, and I had no money at all. A holiday home in Cornwall, this beautiful cottage in Cornwall. And I had in my head that I could one day have that somehow. I'll work that out. No idea how. As I said, I was overdrawn and had lots of loans. In two weeks' time, I'm going down to my holiday home in Cornwall. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Are we all invited? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're all invited. Everyone is invited. Yes. Yeah. Let's all go. (laughs) What's next then? What's coming up for Glow? Anything you're particularly looking forward to and excited for in your 21st year? We've got a new member of staff starting next week, senior designer. So that's exciting. Always like new members in. We have a baby on the way. Not mine. I know I look 25, but it's not my baby. And we've got some possibilities of doing some work in America, but we're not sure yet. Good things. Amazing. Would that mean possible travel to America? Possibly. We don't know yet. I mean, we don't know where we're traveling yet, but it could do. We'll see how it goes. But I think, if anything, the last year has opened up opportunities, which I know it sounds daft and I know the world is small, really. But I don't think until this year one realized that properly. So we're doing things. Totally. Oh, my goodness. What a positive way of looking at things as well. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and telling us your story. Pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, stay in touch, and if you like what you hear, come and find out more at theagencycollective.co.uk.